0: Hello everybody, Jesse Schreck with Practical Missions Cohort uh, reporting here from the mission field in Italy uh, and we're going to look at today our most recent update which is titled On Standby, On Standby. We'll get into why we say that, what that means as we talk about uh, the family, we talk about the outreach, and we talk about just in general what's going on in Italy. All of these three things actually are in a phase of kind of a sort of standby, uh, realistically. Uh, so we'll look at that today. We'll look at um, a couple prayer re- ways you can be praying for us in the ministry if you're a partner. Also uh, a couple videos and, and photos and other ways you can be serving the Lord uh, in His global mission through PMC in this time. Okay, uh, as we get started today looking at this email here, uh, just a reminder, these are ways for us on the mission field uh, to serve you, our partners who are Involved in the ministry, making it possible for us to bring the gospel to the lost, to make disciples, and plant biblical churches. Uh, so, thank you for being a part. This is our way to serve you, let you see a little bit, hear a little bit, know what's going on. Uh, so your missionaries are not just uh, out there in the jungle somewhere, and you have no idea what's actually going on. You're involved in what's happening, and uh, you play an important role. Not just by sending uh, through financially giving and supporting, uh, praying and and but actually specifically knowing what's going on and praying for these things during your regular uh, devotional times. So those of you who pray for us, we thank you so much. You are really, just like our financial partners, uh, the backbone of the ministry, keeping us doing what we do. Uh, The spiritual battles in Italy are very intense. It's not for no reason that uh, less than... 1% One percent of the 60 million people in Italy are evangelical. It's not for no reason that 90 percent of the missionaries who come to Italy within four years leave the mission field, uh, and it's not for no reason that 32,000 of the 34,000 cities and towns in this country do not have a, a sound gospel presence in their town. Uh, these are these are crazy realities here in Italy. It is uh, a spiritual jungle of sorts, and uh, missionaries like us depend entirely on the support and prayer support of our partners in the ministry. So. As we look at today's update on standby is the title. Uh, we'll scroll down and look at these photos, these memes, these, even got some killer bees on here today. Uh, we'll explain why and what that's about and what those things are, and thankfully none of us died. Uh, we'll talk about a, a, a video on the, on the YouTube channel that went up about missionary book recommendations, uh, uh, another podcast episode, uh, a couple other things like this. Uh, but we'll start today with our Bible verse, just we want to read this, unpack just a little bit, and be exhorted to remember that if we have repented of our sins and if we have trusted in Jesus Christ as our Lord... And as our Savior, we are disciples of Christ. And to be a disciple means certain things. Uh, and we, we entered into a relationship with God, and we're at His service, and there's a, there's a, there's a reality there we need to be mindful of on a regular basis. Uh, often in life, as, as time goes on, we want, we want things to go easy. We want uh, always to be successful. We want um, smooth sailing, as I like to say. Uh, but the, the call of the disciple is not smooth sailing. Uh, we are in a fallen world. We still have an unredeemed flesh, which is against us. We have a a spiritual enemy. The evil one is against us. Uh, There's battles to be fought here and now. That's why we hear from Paul the Apostle, for example, to Timothy, fight the good fight of the faith. Uh, Stand firm. All these kinds of exhortations because of our current situation living in this world. There's a mission to be fulfilled. The Lord Jesus is calling his elect from all over the globe, every nation. Uh, His missionaries are going out. The gospels going out. His, His people, his disciples are witnessing day in and day out to the truth of who Jesus is, proclaiming that message in word and deed, and uh, his church is continuing to grow around the world, uh, and it's having an impact. Uh, But we read this verse in, in Luke chapter 14, verse 33, So therefore, any one of you who does not renounce all that he has cannot be my disciple. Any one of you who does not renounce all that he has cannot be my disciple. These are very important uh, verses here leading up to this verse and where Jesus gives a discourse of what it actually means to be his disciple, uh, how we need to count the cost and this and that. Uh, and it's it's very important still today for those of us who already have repented of our sins and trusted in Christ and become Christians. We're born from above. We follow him. We need to remember we've been called to this. We've been called to a certain task. And part of that means denying ourselves, renouncing, to live for Jesus, to honor Him, to do what is right, to do what is good, to obey Him no matter the cost. Uh, That's what it means to follow Jesus Christ, and there's great joy in that. There's such joy in obeying our Master by His grace. Uh, It's such a delight to evangelize as well. It's a terrible thing, terrifying thing, hard to do, but there's great joy in being used by the Lord to proclaim the gospel message to lost people that desperately need to hear it. But in in any case, there's so much here that we can actually say just from this particular verse. What does it mean to renounce all that you have? Uh, You cannot be my disciple if you don't do that. What is all this getting at? Really, uh, I think what Jesus is saying to us here is he's reminding us of the fact that he is Lord. And uh, it's perfectly good and right for him to require whatever he wants from his people. And we need to remember what he has done for us, the, the cost that he paid to redeem us from our sins, Remember that. Reflect upon the cross today. Remember how he poured out his blood as if he was some kind of animal, nailed to a, to a piece of, of wood, to a tree, uh, to a cross. He did all that to redeem us. Uh, it's only right, it's only the, proper when we are willing and able to renounce anything uh, uh, for the sake of the kingdom and for him, for his name. And, uh, so yeah, just a reminder, and I guess that what makes it significant is when you think about there's many people that would call themselves Christians and, uh, even frequent churches perhaps for years and years, but when push comes to shove, when it comes time to making decisions and, and the, uh, the pathway they choose for their life and what they do, uh it's clear that Christ is not Lord. They have not been willing to renounce anything in order to have Christ, uh, anything and everything to have Christ. And, And one clear reason, I think, also, that Jesus commands his people to get baptized, and that should be Uh, The first thing we do after we're born from above, after we're saved, we repent of our sins and trust in Christ. It's only natural, as soon as possible, we should get baptized out of obedience and faith in Jesus Christ to honor Him and obey Him. Uh, But one reason in in many of the churches why we see people don't do this, and they're led to go for years and years and years calling themselves Christians, calling themselves even members of the body of Christ, but yet they're not willing to get baptized and identify themselves with Jesus, identify themselves with uh, the body of Christ really through baptism. Uh, One reason we see that is because this concept here hasn't really been considered. What does it mean to be a disciple? Uh, So there's much to be said there. We won't get into it all today. That's probably all we'll say today. But uh, for those of you who are partners, likely you already are a disciple. You're soundly saved and loving and serving the Lord. And that's why you're interested also in His global mission and helping us to reach the lost here in Italy. So just for us, it would be just a nice exhortation to remember you're a disciple. You've renounced uh, all to follow and obey Jesus Christ, and it's our great joy to do that. So God bless us and God bless you as we consider again afresh what does it mean that we are his disciples. What a great joy it is. What a price he paid to have us as his own precious possessions. Amen. Amen. Okay. Uh, Back up here at the top of the the email update that we sent out, Uh, we have, uh, again, the title On Standby, uh, a way for us to keep our partners involved and connected to the ministry happening here in Italy, Uh, and we have a photo. Uh, You can see this photo here. This is uh, Jerry V, my wife, a photo from a few weeks ago, and Cornelius getting bigger every day. Jerry V's mother still with us here. She came up in the summer to avoid or get here before a second wave of the virus hit and all this. Been with us now for a few months, uh, but we're waiting. All of us are in standby. We're waiting for the baby to arrive. And that belly of Jerry's is now even bigger. And the, the baby should be here any moment. Uh, so... But before I jump into that story and tell the latest on it, which we have here, I just want to read this, this wonderful quote from a book titled On Being a Missionary by Thomas Hale. He says, Bring people into the kingdom of God, and the kingdoms of the world will begin to change. You transform society by transforming people, not the other way around. And how accurate is this? How good is this for us to hear now? As I watch the news in America and all the madness, people wanting to reform things but having being totally lost themselves, great reminder, if we really want to see change, uh, people need to be brought into the kingdom of God first, which means people need to be evangelized, made aware of their lost condition before our holy and righteous God, our maker, and how one can be saved. Uh, There is a way of salvation. It's Jesus Christ himself. And once people bow the knee to Jesus, surrender their lives to him, in desire then and live for him and, and to serve him all their days. That's how societies actually change by people who are changed first. So very important thing. And, and that will take us, I'll jump, even if I can, I'll jump down. That quote comes from this book here in this video on being a missionary. I mentioned two books in this particular uh, uh, update on the YouTube channel. Not an update, but two this episode, I guess you call it on the youtube channel. Uh, two books uh, related to missions, and this one here is a must read for missionaries working with us in the future. <clears throat> uh, a must read an absolutely exceptional book, wonderful, brilliant, so well done, so thorough, uh, related to the task of being a missionary and relevant to no matter to, to any country you're serving in, wherever you are, and if even if you're not. A missionary—you don't plan to become a missionary—and and most of us uh, are not missionaries. I think that's less than one percent of Christians actually become missionaries and get sent out by another to another culture and so on and to proclaim the gospel. Uh, but in any case, it helps even the everyday uh, Christian uh, serving the Lord wherever they are to have a better understanding of what their missionaries that they support go through and are doing and how it all works. Exceptional book, very very good. Can't recommend it enough. And again, a must read for PMC missionaries uh, in the future. Uh, so I, I commend that to you as well. But here, we have uh, family. First section. Jerry V is ready to give birth any day now. We spent half the day at the hospital on Tuesday... But they ended up sending her home for now. We remain on standby. Again, the title of the message, on standby today. Thankfully, her tooth is no longer an issue. That's great. Uh, After giving birth, the dentist wants to pull it out. But for now, she is fine. We praise God for that. We thank the Lord for that. That was a big deal. That was a big issue. She was in terrible pain, you know, all throughout the day, all throughout the night, for day after day after day. And finally, that's been resolved. We don't know exactly what the dentist did, but we're so thankful he did what he did in the emergency room at the hospital. That's not the issue anymore. Uh, But in any case, it's been a challenging pregnancy for all of us. One thing after another, uh, constantly going to numerous doctor visits week after week, and the baby seems small, and no one knows why or what it means. Even last week, another visit, or at least one was last week. I think there were three last week, but they said... Yeah, the baby, the arms seem small, the legs seem small, but we have no clear idea what that means. Are they trying to not tell us something? Do they know something they don't want to tell us? We don't know. We're going to find out when the baby's born, but we're praying for her and uh, we're trusting in our Lord who knows all things and is able to uh, make those arms and legs grow the right way and all this. Uh, So we would ask you, though, our prayer request related to this uh, and and what's going on with the pregnancy and and all the rest, and we're waiting. Uh, Literally, we're there for half a day in the hospital. They sent her home. Uh, Any moment now, uh, she could get those contractions and we go to the hospital, so we have her suitcase already in the car. We're ready to go. Uh, but pray for Jerry V to stay strong. Uh, pray for baby Beatrice to arrive safely. And uh, and pray for a smooth birth of the baby. We would really appreciate your prayers uh, for these things, for Jerry V the baby and, and that. And now please prayerfully consider helping us offset some of the many expenses. This would be a second prayer request connected to this. Uh, pray uh, for these many expenses related to all these extra visits we had to do. And uh, we don't have the money for it, honestly. Uh, if we if we take more money uh, that comes into the mission, uh, we get taxed too much in Italy and we can't even pay that. we got to take out loans just to pay tax. It's crazy. So for stuff like this, we actually just need help. And if you wanted to help, it's not tax deductible in this sense, but it would be like giving to a friend just cash through PayPal. You can click on this link here. We'll put it in the show notes uh, of the of the episode as well. And uh, that's one way if you wanted to contribute, you could help us offset those expenses. So pray about it. Consider. Uh... uh if that's something you can do, you want to do, uh, please know we would greatly appreciate anything you could offer. Already, I think two people responded to the email right away and sent in uh, s- some, some dollars there to help us cover. So I think it was Josh and Catherine. Thank you, both of you, for uh, for helping out in any way you could there. Really appreciate that. And uh, lastly, then, please prayerfully consider also this related to the family and the baby in this. Uh, supplying a need for the baby via Jerry V's Amazon wish list we'll put that in the show notes as well there's a link to that Uh, what this is is uh, new supplies and things that we need Uh, Already one person uh, just reached out and wanted to help with that. Mallory, Matthew, thank you guys. God bless you. Really appreciate that. The stuff showed up at our porch uh, last week. Uh, Very exciting, very helpful. We thank you. Uh, But if anyone else wants to help contribute to that, there's still a few more things on that list that Jeremy put together that would be tangible items that would help uh, us as we prepare to welcome this new baby into the world. Uh, So uh, thank you for considering. Now, uh, the general update. This is our next section. We'll go through this. Uh, Italy is having a second wave with the virus. Uh, In the summer, numbers of new daily cases were down to about 100-ish. Things uh, really, it seems like we had a good handle on the situation here in Italy, amazing. Uh, But now, uh, in the last couple days, we've been over 10,000 new cases. Now, when you compare this to America, that's absolutely nothing. I think in in America, you guys are still getting over 50,000 cases every day, and it's a whole nother world. Uh, But in any way, they handle things differently here in Italy. Uh, Restrictions are increasing again. Uh, so now it's mandatory, mandatory to wear masks in public, even when there are no crowds of people. Now, before you had to wear them only if you were inside a building or a closed-in area or a crowded area, then you would be asked to wear a mask. Now you need it all the time, unless you're riding a bicycle, a scooter, uh, or you're in the woods or you're in your own yard. Otherwise you need to, you need to be wearing it all the time when you're out. And uh, the thing is, fines are given out to anyone who isn't wearing a mask. So it's actually pretty serious. Uh, I don't know if they can do that in America, but here I guess they can. And uh, you get a fine of, I think, from 300 up to, three euro up to 2,000, I think, if I understood it correctly, uh, if you're caught without a mask. So th- that's the new restriction that's going on now. And now during the weekend, they're talking about other restrictions. I think they're going to put a curfew out where you got to be in the house by a certain hour. Uh, uh, they're closing b- coffee bars and shops at a certain hour again. Uh, So uh, another form of restrictions. And uh, from what I understand as well, also in the houses, and we'll mention this down here, churches can still gather as long as you maintain distance, mask, and all this. But you need to, uh, you you can't have the house gatherings with more than six people. Uh, So it's now, they're limiting house gatherings. And when you go to visit friends, so like when I go to to do a Bible study or or evangelize neighbors and people who call in from tracts, have to wear the mask even in their house uh, and they need to wear a mask. So if you have friends or family come visit you or you go visit them, everyone has to wear a mask and there can't be more than six people. That's the new thing, I, I think, from what I understand. Uh, so these are crazy times and it's complicated and it's hard for ministry because ministry is about Jesus, number one. But number two, people. Um, we need to go to people with the gospel, uh, evangelizing and making disciples. And and to do that requires being together and all this. So it's complicated. Please pray for wisdom for us as a family and for the ministry during these times. I don't know what else to say regarding prayer, but we just pray for wisdom for us. It's complex. We need to navigate that stuff. Uh, now, the last section here of the update is outreach. So an update on the outreach. Vera Vita is the outreach ministry of PMC here in Italy to facilitate evangelism, uh, discipleship, and church planting. With masks on, we are evangelizing in the piazza at the mark uh, at, at the market. Uh, we're giving out tracts and we're talking to people. Uh, I remember just the other day a lady said to me, all this, because the title of the track we're giving out now says, uh, is there anything good in all of this? bene in questo? Is there anything good in all of this? And, uh, we get to the reality that there is something good. This could be salvation for many people. If it causes them to reflect on life, reflect on their maker, their need to be, uh, forgiven and saved. And the fact that Jesus Christ is the savior. Uh, so we, we get right to the matter in that. And a lady mentioned to me, this was all prophesied in the Bible, wasn't it? This kind of stuff. I says, well, uh, This specific thing, uh, I can't say, but what I can say is the Bible teaches us that the world is fallen, and these kinds of things, viruses, plagues, and the rest, is all a result of the fall, which is a result of sin. It's normal in a fallen world. And she was astonished by that response and uh, assured me she was going to read our track and uh, we'll be praying for her to reach out to us again so we, can, so we can get there. But the nice thing happening now at the market is we're there, we're making a regular presence twice a week during the market days. There's two market days in our town. And uh, thankfully now people are seeing our faces over and over as they come by and, and we're giving out different tracks and we have a, a presence going on there. So continue to pray for that. Uh, that's going really, really well. Uh, We're also uh, evangelizing from house to house with gospel tracts and then follow-up visits to anybody who reaches out to us. So when we do our tract distributions, we put the ball in their court. We uh, we give them an opportunity to reach out to us to receive uh, a free New Testament or something like that, a booklet, or to talk and and gather. Uh, we give them links to our, our podcast, our YouTube channel, the Facebook, the website, all that stuff. Uh, where they can learn more information, understand what it means to be a Christian and all that kind of stuff. So pray for those uh, distributions happening. And uh, yeah, and also we're evangelizing through the digital piazza, which is, uh, yeah, the website, the podcast, the YouTube channel, the Facebook, social media. Uh, we're doing that with with gospel proclamation. So the word of God is being proclaimed there. The gospel is being made clear day after day. Uh, pray for those efforts. Gatherings in the home, as I mentioned, not permitted. Uh, at this moment no more than six people things are complicated so please pray for uh heart transformation to happen as we evangelize the lost in mestre pray for god to give us energy i would add zeal uh, continued um uh, yeah continued zeal and and all this uh the the challenges uh missionaries face in italy is often uh staying motivated and energized and, and eager because for the amount of labor you put in you just don't see the fruit you would maybe in other places right now uh so it can be discouraging at times uh again one of the reasons I think many missionaries leave the field uh, it's a, it's a real hard thing. So pray for us to stay energized and zealous, because we know God can save. And at any moment, we'll see a handful of people come to the Lord, because it's a sovereign work of God. And He finds uh, all heaven rejoices when someone comes to the senses, repents of their sins, and puts their faith in Jesus Christ. Uh, so it's a great thing. We want to hear more stories of people saved here uh, through the ministry. So that's the update, guys. Uh, family stuff we talked about. The general update, the realities of Italy right now because of the pandemic nonsense, and the outreach. Uh, what's going on there? and then all the ways you can pray. So thank you so much for being a part of that. Two more things here. Uh, the killer bees, uh, this summer was a crazy summer between the pandemic nonsense. We had snakes in the yard at one point, and we had these, what they're called, carabroni, these like killer bees. These things are giants. So you can see them here in the, I just put a photo here, I didn't explain it. Uh, but we set traps, uh, so plastic bottles. You cut the top off, flip it upside down, pour inside of it beer and sugar. I learned this from uh, bee cultivators, how they protect their bees from being devoured by these these giant uh wasps which are called calabroni these over here if you look in the top left these are regular hornets or wasps that's the size of a regular wasp that you would see every day these suckers over here are like two or three times the size of these things here they're like little birds flying through there they're not fast Because you can hear them coming. It's like a bird flying through the air. Unbelievable. And we had a nest in the front at the beginning of the summer. We paid a guy. He came and he cleaned it out. But then the second half of the summer, we had another nest underground in the back. And it was like an airport. These things are flying in and out. And you got to dodge them. And it's it's absolute madness. A few weeks ago, an uh, elderly woman died after she got stung by one. And uh, so it's been crazy. We caught uh, 56 in a trap this last round. And uh, we just put them on display. A little project father and son with my son. Uh, sitting in the sun and we counted up how many did we catch and we put them on a paper here and took a photo and i just want to share that with you random stuff from italy uh, but thankfully nobody got hurt another quick quote here from thomas hale on being a missionary the book we talked about here Uh, it is god who opens doors and he has opened more doors today than there are christians ready to go through them Uh, he opened more doors today than there are christians ready to go through them that's a sad reality but i think he's actually right right the Lord is uh, all about his gospel going forward, his people going out, uh, representing him as ambassadors. But too often we get caught up in our own programs, our own business, uh, and and we don't have energy and time uh, reserved to serve our master, to proclaim his gospel and so on. Uh, so let that uh, prick your heart if it needs to. Let that motivate you to joyfully work together with others to get the gospel out on a regular basis. Amen. And, uh, and that's it. So I already mentioned the, the video here. I already mentioned this. I didn't mention this. The, the podcast episode, if you tune in, check this one out. Don't listen too much. A short uh, uh, reading of a blog post uh, on the PMC website related to uh, reminding us to, to, to treasure the Bible, the word of God. It is a great treasure that God has given us and to not get caught up as is the tendency nowadays with all the technology we have to watch and listen to all kinds of other things and push aside or neglect the word of God. The word is alive. It's a great treasure. It's not flashy and fancy, like a media thing or a fancy, a fancy, uh, whatever it is we hold in front of our faces, uh, cameras and so on. But, uh, it's the word of God. It's alive. It's, it's an amazing thing. Spend time in the word. Uh, Make study of the word, uh, continued practice in your life, and you will be blessed beyond measure. Uh, this here is uh just a reminder the literature distributions are happening. These are two tracks that are going out at the moment. We're getting out on average about two thousand a week. Uh sounds like a lot, but it's actually not that much. Uh, I would love to have two thousand go out a day. Uh so to do that, we're praying for more missionaries. Uh we're praying for more missionaries. We're excited. It looks like we're gonna be taking on uh uh, another person here to help out with the social media stuff that would free me up from having to uh, keep my hands on that as much to get more to get out more and do more evangelism and recruit more folks and so on. Uh, but the big prayer is for more laborers, uh, more laborers to come into the field. So continue to pray that for us as well. Uh, our town is uh, very much unreached. Not a lot of us Christians here and uh, the need is tremendous all throughout Italy uh, for the gospel to go forward. The door is wide open and we're praying now to see more go out. When I'm out distributing, I'm just praying, Lord, I wish there was 10 other people with me on every part of town doing their thing as well. We were doing English classes, doing all kinds of things and a core team. And uh, so I feel kind of like the Apostle Paul in those times when he was alone in the ministry waiting for Timothy, waiting for Titus to show up, to get back so he could devote himself fully to the Word, to prayer, to the preaching and teaching of the Word. Uh, But uh, in any case, it is what it is for the moment. Uh, But we trust in the Lord. We have faith. The Lord is sending and preparing hearts to bring them here to the mission field to come in and join in on the labor. Uh, So pray for that too, we would say. And uh, that's it. Ways to Serve, guys. Uh, I won't mention it this time, but you can check it out always on the website. Tons of ways to serve. Vision trips, internships, short terms, uh, church planning, teaching English, content creator, worship leader, audio video person, all kinds of ways. Uh, the the possibilities are endless. Uh, so if you're interested uh, in any of these positions that we offer, administrator, ESL, outreach director, or you know somebody who might be interested in this stuff, uh, just pass it on, get the word out there, let people know about the realities of Italy, let them know uh, there's a way, in particular people with Italian ancestry, a way for them to reach their people uh, back home uh, in, in the homeland, in Italy, uh, to, to go to them with the gospel. So, so they can be saved uh, that's it for today guys thank you so much for your personal love prayer and support as we read here uh, we greatly appreciate you god bless you and that's from me uh, my wife jerry v uh, cornelius and all of us at pmc and uh, we'll close with this like jesus driven to his cross so we drive ourselves to the singular task of church planting in italy exclusively god bless you to the next time ciao, ciao. PMC Media Ministry exists to incorporate Christians into the Lord's mission of evangelism, discipleship, and church planning in Italy so others can flourish in Jesus' global mission whether they go or they stay. Thank you for being a part of the ministry. To learn more about what we do and how you can be involved, visit practicalmissions.org. If you like the podcast, we encourage you now to come on over and join us on the inside. If you love Jesus Christ, you love this podcast you love the Italian people, you love the Church of Jesus Christ, it's the perfect place for you to meet other people and uh, see and understand more about the Italian culture and what is going on with Practical Missions Cohort in the Italian context. Look forward to seeing you over there. God bless.